Greetings from the Pumpkin Patch and welcome Halloweeniacs to the Jack-O-Lantern Press podcast on the Weird Network where we discuss monsters and Halloween. My name is Michael Piccarella. And my name's Tom Piccarella. It's Monster Monday when Tom and I briefly profile a monster of the week. This Monday's monster, the Gargoyle. Notre Dame! I think we've built Notre Dame! No, this can't be Notre Dame. Why not? Can't you see what's missing? Monster faces. You know, stone devils. Marble demons. Gargoyles. Ever wonder why we like dressing up as monsters, beasts, and ornery critters? Monsters remind us of all the dark nights and old fears and nightmares. They're waiting for your summons. <gasps> the unemployed of all midnight Europe shivered in their stone sleep and came awake. All the old beasts, all the old tales and unused demons put by reared at the whistle and in spectral dust devils of propulsion arrived. Stone quarry. Gargoyles! Now the building is finished, Tom! That was the gargoyle scene from the 1993 animated adaptation of Ray Bradbury's The Halloween Tree. And, uh, yeah, gargoyles are cool. Gargoyles are cool. Um, so this was kind of your idea to do gargoyles, Tom. What, um, like, what attracted, like, what made you think of the gargoyle? Why did you really want to do this one, you know, this close to Halloween? Well, actually, I mean, the reason that I wanted to do gargoyles is because, number one, uh, when we were when we were thinking about doing a, another monster, I started looking around my room, and obviously in in my room I have a whole bunch of different stuff. But one in, a bunch of things in particular were gargoyles because dad uh at one point went nuts and just started buying a whole bunch of gargoyles for for me and i think he got you a bunch he got himself a bunch and yeah i have the uh, the doorway entry gargoyle thing it says like these premises or wait what does it say i think it says that uh gargoyles guard this this house yeah something like that gargoyles or something like that but and I have that too. I don't have it up, but I got. I have it in, other... in my garage. In fact, oh, I do? have a I have a water softener tank that gets replaced two times a month, and I set it up right near the tank. So when they they open my garage with like a little key, and they go in and they switch the tanks, and so they know if they screw around with anything in my garage, that gargoyles are gonna haunt their ass. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So, and that, and that's the way it should be. That's the way it should be. Yeah. And I, I got a bunch of statues, uh, that dad, uh, got me. And then he even got me one like little canister, uh, where, you know, the lid opens up, there's a gargoyle on top and so on and so forth. So that's why I thought, you know, 
just the last episode out of September, you know, going into October, you know, because we're going to try to do more pinnacle type monsters uh, for October. But going into that, I figured, you know, what better monster than the gargoyle? I mean, it's a neat monster. Uh, and they're all over the place. So yeah, definitely uh, a good monster. Before we start getting into the real Halloween, uh, mon- you know, more Halloween type monsters. So yeah. Well, you want to dig into some history on on the gargoyle? Yeah, let's jump in. All right. Well, without further ado, let's dig in. All right. So. According to MedievalLifeAndTimes.info, uh, we'll p- provide a link uh, to this uh, this site, uh, but it has some information about gargoyles. And I don't does everyone know what a gargoyle is? It's a gargoyle is typically carved in the form of a grotesque face, figure, or frightening creature. Usually, it's like kind of a cement kind of thing on a building. Those statue, evil-looking statues on like churches or or you know buildings. And such. Um, some are painted and some, you know, even covered thinly with gold leaf. Um, and they typically depict any number of grotesque images, including ugly human faces, animals, mythical creatures, imaginary creatures. So, again, according to this medieval life and times.info, gargoyles date back they say, to antiquity. They can be found in ancient Egyptian, ancient Roman, and ancient Greek architecture, although they are most commonly associated with medieval Gothic architecture. Uh, The purpose of gargoyles, I don't know if you knew this or if you found this in your research, I did not know that this is um, where this comes from, although in the animated cartoon that we played a clip from, um, the, the Halloween tree, It kind of shows water coming out of one of the gargoyles' mouths. Well, the first um, purpose for the gargoyles on these buildings was they actually provided a method of drainage which protected the stones and the mortar of churches, cathedrals, and the castles from from erosion. Um, So that was pretty interesting. Like, they ran all the drainage through these things, and I guess they just didn't want, like ugly drain pipes so they have them you know piping through these these gargoyles Um, the number of gargoyles added to buildings were numerous because dividing the flow of water minimized potential water damage and then of course i think most people know this but the second purpose of gargoyles was as um, guardians of the buildings in the form of abstract symbols designed to represent and to ward off evil um, so yeah, it's as pretty as simple as that. Um, that's what they uh, were used for. Um, so that's the history I have for gargoyles. Obviously, they've been used a lot in you know movies and popular culture and whatnot. But that was kind of the that's where they came from. Yeah. So it's funny that you brought you brought that up as far as you know them being used as a, as sort of a a practical purpose. I went on mentalfloss.com. And found a bunch of facts that we'll throw in the show notes. Uh, but that was their number one uh, fact on there is they serve a practical purpose. And they were basically saying that when gargoyles began, began appearing on churches throughout Europe in the 13th century, they served as decorative water spouts, engineers engineered to preserve stone walls by diverting the flow of rainwater outward from rooftops. This function 
technically speaking, distinguishes gargoyles from the other stone beasts like grotesques and bosses, although these days the term encompasses all sorts of decorative creature carvings. A um, hmm. couple of yeah. other things on there. They said the name comes from a dragon-slaying uh, dragon legend. The word gargoyle derives from the French gargoyle meaning throat. This would appear to take its inspiration from the statue's water-siphoning gullets, but in fact the name comes from a French legend of Le Gargoyle, and I, or Le, Le Go, I don't know how to pronounce it, but um, it's in the article there, and it goes off onto all sorts of different things. Well, throat makes sense. Yeah, they're using like the throat to pipe the water out of, you know, so that kind of makes yep. sense. And then even like huh. you were saying, one of the other facts was they were meant to inspire fear uh, in um, uh, parishioners. Is that what it is? Yeah, par- parishioners? Per- parishioners. Parishioners, yeah. It says, because most medieval Europeans were illiterate, the clergy needed visual representations of horrors of hell to drive people to a sanctuary of the church placing gargoyles on the building's exterior reinforced the idea that evil dwelt outside the church while salvation dwelt within and uh there's a there's a couple of other things and there's a ton of stuff on here they also brought pagans to church i guess churches would also model gargoyles after creatures worshiped by pagan tribes thinking this would make their houses of worship appear more welcoming to them you, as you stated earlier, it dates back to ancient Egypt. Um, I was looking at a couple of other things here. There was some. Oh yeah, here it is. Some some of the gargoyle actually um, the statues that they did on the sides of churches were fashioned after the builders and the church elders. Uh, and I don't necessarily know if you could call them gargoyles, but that was a, a, they kind of called them gargoyles. Uh, but they were fashioned after the people in the church. Anyways, this article is pretty neat on mental floss. Um, I thought it was was pretty good. Um, and I believe I had... Uh, did I have another fact one? I think I, I think I took that out. So to go into, obviously, powers and abilities, of course I go to the fandom site and uh, and I start looking at different things. And this was just under a gargoyle, um, just a, a, a random thing that I that I found on there. So this is like the actual gargoyle. I don't think this is associated to any sort of TV series or anything like that. Um, it says powers and abilities. Well, first off, uh, it, the, the full thing, it could be a male or a female. Um, their alias is they, they could be angels or demons. Um, and their powers are immortality. It says gargoyles are immune to passing of time and cannot get sick. Uh, they take on a human form. Uh, they can fly. Uh, they have camouflage, uh, endurance, and petrification. In some fantasy-based games, gargoyles are capable of turning other beings into stone by touch. The petrification may also uh, be slow, spreading like an infection, and would would wound inflicted, or I'm sorry, like an infection from a wound inflicted by a gargoyle's claw. Their weaknesses, huh. 
are sunlight, of course, so they, they're stone in the daytime and then basically come out at night. And then it says proximity uh, is another weakness. So gargoyles usually cannot leave their home structures. If a gargoyle ventures too far from his lair, then it it will either be compelled to turn back or it will return to an inanimate state. So if you could get them away from wherever they their house is or their, their, their home, uh, they no longer would be able to do anything or they have to go back uh, unless they want to turn into stone right where they are and then they never can come back again. So I thought that was kind of neat. There was another one, uh, a gargoyle physiology on another uh, fandom area, powerlisting.fandom.com. And they kind of had a whole boatload of stuff. They had camouflaged, enhanced durability, enhanced regeneration, enhanced strength, night vision, wall crawling, uh, wing manifestation. Um, then they go into like all these different variations of, of uh, different things that they could be doing. And this is a pretty good a good site as well if you want to go on powerlisting.com powerlisting.fandom.com god i can't even talk today but uh yeah and then just type in gargoyle physiology and that will go off on a few of those things uh one other thing i wanted to bring up so i guess back in the day uh there was a video game that i believe came out on the sega genesis it was back in may 15 1995 and it was called Gargoyles, and I think it was based off of the TV or the comic, um, not not the comic, but the the TV series that came out. And uh, I think that came out in nineteen ninety four. Yeah, yeah, the, the animated, animated one. Yeah. was ne- yeah ninety four to ninety six. I didn't realize it was on for two years. Yeah, it had three seasons. It the fr- it first aired October twenty fourth, nineteen ninety four. And I remember right watching time this. for Halloween. Yeah. Do you remember watching this? I do. Um, I feel like I didn't watch it that much, but I, but I remember you watching it a lot. I feel like you watched it a lot and, you know, I was like doing homework or something and you'd be downstairs watching it. Well, yeah, but, you would have, you would have been, didn't you graduate in 94? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I was yeah, probably so you were a in senior. college. Or yeah. No, because this if this was October '94, then I that was that was actually my first year of college. Oh yeah. So, so you yeah. definitely. Yeah. So I was in eleventh grade, and I was still watching this thing because I thought it was neat. Um. So then uh, the other thing that I had, uh, was, uh, and <laughs> we're gonna put this in the show notes, and don't get me wrong. These are super expensive, but they are neat. So there's a, a website called thehorrordome.com. And I think I've gone here before, but this is this link that we'll put in has a collection of four uh, gargoyles, and they are huge. Some of them you could actually put the costume on and scare the heck out of people. And some of these are actual full-blown statues. They're like $8,000. Um and but they are really neat they're just cool just to kind of look at and see and then each one of them has a youtube video that if you go in and you do like click on the product you can go into a quick view and watch some of the 
this stuff of, of how they act and how big they are. So definitely check that out. Like I said, we'll throw that in the show notes. And then there was also something I found on HalloweenCostumes.com. It's just a kid's costume. And uh, it's a it's just a gargoyle costume. But I thought the thought the uh, uh, the face on it was really neat. And it kind of kind of has like a pajama type look to it. Uh, but it, it it looks like it buffs you up a little bit. And uh, and I, I don't know. I think it's really neat. So uh, definitely definitely something to check out. That's only I think it's forty four bucks or forty five dollars. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's pretty. It even looks like statue-like. You know, the, the yeah. way it's colored is cool. Yeah. So I, I just, I was messing around, just trying to, trying to see stuff on there. So, yeah. Nice. So that's the powers, abilities, couple of fun facts, TV series, a video game, and, uh, and some animatronic, uh, animatronic fun. Nice. All right. Well, for movies, uh, there is Gargoyles from 1972. You have the Halloween tree from 1993, which we talked a little bit about. Uh, We already talked about the Gargoyles animated TV show. There was Gargoyles the movie, The Heroes Awaken from 1995. There was Reign of the Gargoyles from 2007. And then I have not seen I, Frankenstein from 2014, but there's supposed to be a cool Gargoyle scene in there or a Gargoyle in is yeah, it? I've seen You'll it. Have to check yeah, it the out. Gar- was it a the good gargoyle? Is neat, but the movie was kind of cheese. No. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. And one last movie. Um, this is out of you know uh, out of order here because I was trying to go by date, but I wanted to bring this up last because there's something that goes along with it, and that is Ghostbusters from 1984. Those terror dogs. Oh yeah, that's right. Those that's things right. are gargoyles. Yeah, and that's right. I'm gonna put a link in the show notes, but. Let me send this to you right now, Tom. But this thing is a life-size terror dog from Spirit Halloween. And this thing is sweet. Wait until you see it. This thing is sweet. But it is is a little pricey. Um, Coming in at $499.99. It says that that the item is considered... That's better than than the, the gargoyles that I just listed off. Well, yeah. Wait till you see this dang thing. It's pretty awesome. Um, but oh, yeah, well, dude, <laughs> gnarly, right? Oh man, yeah, that's that's pretty dang. And if dude, the, even if the you teeth click on and everything, there's a video where you could kind of see what it does. The eyes light up, and uh, yeah, that thing looks sweet. They have like a smoke machine going, and the way it's lit. You know, it looks really cool. So if you did, you know, something similar to that, uh, yeah, it does, it's not yeah, animated that... or anything, but, you know, who cares? It, like I said, if you put smoke there, like that thing's tight. Yeah, that's pretty dang sweet. I got to yeah. admit that, that. Yeah, that's that's neat. And uh, OK, so and then if you're in Transylvania and you're looking for gargoyles, you're going to want to check out the Bell Tower in downtown Transylvania's Bell Tower Plaza, where you'll also find the Hunchback, which, by the way, the the uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame movies also have some gargoyles. But anyway, yeah, if you're in Transylvania, that's where you want to go. They've got some cool gargoyles there. And if you want to know how to get 
to Bell Tower Plaza and the Bell Tower, you're going to need to get our book, Transylvania Traveler. So uh, head on over to jackolanternpress.com and, uh, and get that puppy. All right, and it's time for our trick-or-treat bags where Tom and I share something we've been checking out during this last week. So, uh, Tom, what have you been checking out? So I just want to say that, first off, obviously everybody who has listened to our podcast, I'm a huge virtual reality nut, and I love I love the horror games as well. And I've mentioned several in the past uh, and but one just recently came out and I've been anticipating something like this coming out for a long time. My biggest passion uh, for with VR alone is multiplayer when you could get somebody else in with you and then you go and experience something uh, that is the best part about VR because one it's, it's insanely immersive. But when you have somebody there that you could see and that you're you're kind of there and and they're going along the journey with you, it makes everything that much better. And I've always kept saying, even in the whole VR community, when are they going to come out with a horror game that has multiplayer attached to it, like going through a haunted house or doing something? And on September 18th, 2020, somebody came out with a game and the developer is kinetic games and the title of the game is phasmophobia and it is a four-player online co-op psychological horror game it says paranormal activity is on the rise and it's up to you and your team to use all the ghost hunting equipment at your disposal in order to gather as much evidence as you can and if you watch We'll throw a link in the show notes to the Steam page um, where you can pick this game up. And I've watched a bunch of, of videos on this, but you basically go, you bring your this truck, you're in a truck, you buy the things that you need for this paranormal experience, like a flashlight, you know, and, and other, um, the things that you've seen on like Ghost Hunters. And then you go into this house and you, 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 you you go out there and you have to investigate and all this scary stuff happens, but you're with another person. And so it's just makes this that much better. So check out YouTube, just type, uh, you know, phasmophobia. If I'm saying that right, I think it's right. Um, seems if I'm right. saying Phas- phasmophobia, Phas- phasmophobia right. and, uh, check out the YouTube videos They're They look fun. This trailer is fun. Uh, it's, it's yeah, it does. An- I, it does look like, yeah, you're you're definitely hunting for ghosts on one of those shows, or it kind of reminded me of the the movie Insidious. You know, it kind of had that that feel to it. Yeah, yeah. And it's it only made me $14. at least want to watch that movie again. I which I might watch again after watching that trailer. I may throw Insidious on. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I I just was so excited when they announced this, and I was like, oh man, this is. This is sweet. And it, it does all the major headsets, the Valve Index, the HTC Vive, the Oculus Rift, and all the Windows Mixed Reality headsets. So most anything that plays Steam games and Steam VR will be able to play this game. Unfortunately, it's not out for the Oculus Quest, but I would imagine in time, stuff like this is going to start coming out with it. But like I said, it's only $14, and that was my find for this week, and I was pretty excited about it. So I haven't played it yet. 
uh, but I plan to get it this uh, this coming weekend uh, that's coming up, and uh, and I'm going to play the heck out of it. So Nice. All right, well, digging into my trick-or-treat bag, um, if you listened to last week's episode, I did uh, the thing that I was looking at was Halloween cards, greeting cards to send people like you'd send Christmas cards. Well, this week I found on the United States Postal Service's uh, website, that's USPS.com, they have these cool spooky silhouette silhouettes stamps and it has like, they look like haunted house windows and there's like a silhouette of a black cat with a raven. There's one with like some ghosts, um, a spider web. There's one with bats. It's kind of cool. Uh, cool oh, little sweet. stamps. And uh, we'll put a link in the show notes so you can check it out. So if you are going to send out Halloween cards, greeting cards to people, to friends and family and whatnot, these are the perfect stamps to put well, on actually, those cards. Well, that, actually, that goes with the theme that we were talking about on our last episode about the postcards coming back. If you go into a place that's haunted and you get a postcard, shove one of these you can do stamps the same on that thing. bad boy. Yeah. yeah. Here, I'll send exactly. you the link, Tom, so you can check them out. They're pretty cool. They're not as cool as the jack-o'-lantern ones that came out a few years back which i still i kept a sheet of them but uh, you know they're they're still really cool oh, so yeah 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 these, cool, right? these would go perfect on uh some of the you know the postcards and stuff that we get because i i'm i'm like you you know ever since matt ever since matt douglas from nightmare 365 sent us all those postcards i'm I'm thinking about every time I go somewhere, I'm going to try to get a postcard that's neat and send it off because, yeah, yeah it's fun. And what what it's better fun. way of making it even better with these spooky silhouettes? So yeah, yeah. this is neat. Cool. All right. Well, anything else, Tom, before we call it a night? Nope. I think that'll do it. All right, well, that's going to do it for another Monster Monday. For more about the monster universe and the monster revolution that's upon us, go to jackolanternpress.com. You can also call our pumpkin hotline and leave us a message with any questions, suggestions, or your impressions of the show at 323-761-0276. And if you enjoy the show, please give us a rating and a review. It's a big help for the podcast, and we'd greatly appreciate it. So thank you for joining us, and we'll meet up again soon in the Pumpkin Patch. How you doing? Why don't you have some of the brie? It's at room temperature. You think it's too warm in here for the brie? Louis, I'm going home. Well, don't leave yet. Well, listen, maybe if we start dancing, other people will join in. Okay. Oh, don't move. I just got to get the door. Ted, Annette, I'm glad you could come. How you doing? Give me your coats. Everybody, this is Ted and Annette Fleming. Ted has a small carpet cleaning business in receivership. Annette's drawing a salary from a deferred bonus from two years ago. They got 15000 left on the house at 8%. So they're okay. So, does anybody want to play Parcheesi? Okay, who brought the dog?